Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, all you Nillywares listeners. Um, now, before we kick off the podcast, um, I want to ask a big favor from every single one of you. Um, it makes a huge, huge difference if you subscribe to our show. Um, it's a simple, easy button. You can just click it. It's on the Apple Podcasts, and you can also do it on Spotify. It means that everyone else gets to hear about our podcast, which is really amazing. And the more people listen to us, the more things we can do and share and hopefully entertain you guys. So if you can click that button and tell your friends to go and click the button and listen to it, that would be a real great Christmas present to us. Okay, here's the episode. <laughs> Tell us when, team. Someone is sick and sick as a dog. Put up the microphone near your little mouth. Near my little mouth. Oh, you're feeling a bit sick today, aren't you, honey? I've caught the flu that everyone's got. I'm really sorry to everyone in the studio. I really hope that you don't get it from me. Oh, no, it is really bad. I can hear it in your voice. I said that to you this morning. <laughs> I said, I can't. He goes, get up one more day. I said this last night, Tim. Gone. One more night. There's no sympathy. Yeah, there is sympathy, baby. I give you so much sympathy. No, there isn't. I do. I give you so much sympathy. I feel ill, guys. Not gonna lie, but I'm here. You're here. Hey, and listen. Happy engagement anniversary. Yeah, I don't know if that is something you celebrate, but you go woohoo! Wow, it was a whole year ago that you proposed to me. Of course, hundred percent. If we celebrate it, then that's fabulous. A hundred percent is something what are we that we going to do for it. We're going to the Rosewood Hotel where we I proposed to you this time. This time a year ago, I was prepping my whole self towards this moment. Were you nervous? Yeah, I was really nervous. How nervous? I, like, like, I remember you playing a lot of COD in the morning. Of the actual day? Yeah, I remember it so well. You stood up really close to the TV playing COD because Melissa FaceTimed me and then she was like, what are you doing later? I was like, we're staying at the Rosewood. And you were like, do you want to join us for drinks? Yeah, I remember that. You I mean, just cool as a cucumber. And honey, what a whirlwind we've had, if I'm going to be totally honest. It has just been a romantic little year for us. You and I, two lovebirds, just cruising through life. And about to be three. What do you mean about to be three? About to be three. Oh We're my about God. to get our little puppy. It's been an amazing year. Merry, Merry Christmas to you. I love you so much. I'm so excited that we're getting married. It's been a whole year of engagement. One whole year. You've got another 80 of those, if you're lucky with me. 80? You think we're going to be that old? I can live to 110. I'm going to live to 110 too. God, you'd be wrinkly at 110. Not with the amount of Botox you shove in your head. Actually, to be fair, I'll be wrinkly next year because I am au natural. Do you know what I'm really worried about being about that wrinkly when I'm older? You won't have a wrinkle because you have so much Botox. If You're anything, your face Botox. will drop because your muscles won't know how to work anymore because all the times you've frozen them with the amount of Botox. I don't get Botox. Botox. I don't get Botox. When Do you, did you last go get Botox? I haven't had Botox for ages. Raise your I had it, I had it once ages ago called Baby Botox. I tried it out. I didn't like it. It's not Baby Botox. Look, there you go. If you ever want to see, look at that. There's no... You've they, literally got a line. 
Do you know what I'm really worried about? Jesus. Do you know what I'm worried about getting older? All right, is that I don't know. I've told you this before. I know what you're worried about: the rest of your hair falling off, and then it just being your hair transplant at the front. I had, can't wait for that to happen. Hadn't even given it a thought. Hadn't Imagine, even given guys. It. The rest of it comes off, and then he just has this little fringe where the hair transplant was. It would be so sweet. We could comb it over, and the rest will just be bald. Do you know what I'm worried about? Okay. Well, okay. I I told you this before. When I have a bath and I get up. My balls are so low, it looks like an udder. Honestly, they, they don't what? know. When what? I'm 110, what are they going to look ooh, like? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Why did you just say that? <laughs> what are they going to look That's like? That's so gross and off-putting. Why well, did you just tell me I that? Know. I did not know you had low balls. Yeah, I have low balls. Why do you have low balls? Do other people have low balls? No, the heat... Honey, your balls go lower and higher depending on how hot yeah, and cold they are. sometimes yours like go into your body. <laughs> <laughs> That's because when they're really cold, they go up. Wait, are you taking the first? No. When balls, male testicles, are cold, they go up. When they're warm, they drop what? down low. What? Yes. No, 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 no. Yes. You're lying. You're lying. Yes. So when I'm really hot and I get out the bath, that's why they're so low oh, and they look like an udder. you the whole thing. The udder. Why would you call your testicles an udder? I'm meant to have sex with you. Yeah, you're meant to. And you never do. <laughs> Because your balls look like others, that's why. <laughs> Don't worry, I can tie them up and put a bow on them. No, no, you are so gross. <laughs> what is if I put a little bow on them? There that's... are so many. I'm starting to get icked out by you, and that is not the good. What the hell? Well, look, I am. I don't want other balls to be in my life forever. Well, if you are, you I can really sniff wouldn't be them and then sew them up so they're a bit tied. You want me to get a facelift on my balls? Yeah, maybe. You want me to get a ball lift? I don't think I've ever studied your balls this much. I've never noticed they were so hanging low. Uh. Yeah, they hang low. Oh, got something in your ears, have you? Oh my god, let's just begin the podcast. You ready? Yep. Hello, I'm Jamie Lang. Hello, I'm Sophie Habi. And we met four years ago, and now we are getting married. Yeah, that's right, we are. Well, nearly. Well, nearly. Hello everyone, welcome back to Nilly West Podcast, episode thirty-eight, bitches. <laughs> Sorry, got aggressive there. It is episode 38. It is episode 38. It is exactly six days till Christmas. Six. On the sixth day of Christmas, Christmas, my my true love sent to me five, six rings. What is (laughs) On the sixth day of Christmas, (laughs) my true love sent to me What is it? Six golden eggs. (laughs) What is the first one? And a partridge on a pear tree. Wait, what is it? On, On the this... first day of Christmas, true love gave to me... One gold ring. <laughs> you know this song. I don't. I just make oh, up. I've, oh. ne- I've never known this song and I've always, as a child, Okay, on like... the first day of Christmas, true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, a true love mm. gave to me... Five gold rings. <laughs> On the fifth day of Christmas... Well, look, get over it. I don't know it. So either tell me... I can't Teach remember. me. Well, there you go. I... I... Two turtle doves, three, three French, French fries. Four, no, not French fries. Oh, my God. Four pigs in blankets. Also, I want to give a big shout out to everyone. Um, a huge, huge thank you. We didn't do this in the last episode. Everyone who's coming to the live show, we sold out in under a minute. I'm actually freaked out by that. That Why? was a real imposter syndrome moment. I was very, very proud. And we got so much going on. You're picking up your doggy. 
I'm picking up my doggy all on my own, going to Wells. Well, actually, my friend Alice Hansen's going to drive me because Jamie is too busy. No, I'm not too busy. You you said... What's he doing? Doing his 78th theory test, which you will fail again. I won't fail it. And I'm also going to record it. I'm going to record it. Why will you not just revise? I do re- just revise. Ask no, me, you don't. Ask I'm me a question. with you the whole time. Ask me a question. Go. Go on, ask me any question you want about the road. Uh, what's a three point... How do you do a 3.6? I don't know. Ask me any road question. Anything at all. Go. When it's icy, when do you stop? (laughs) What do you do? What what hazard light do you put on when you're two metres away from a car? (laughs) You put on your hazard lights. That's the only hazard light you have. Well, beep, you failed. (laughs) What is it? I don't fucking know. I passed though, so who cares? Don't need to know anymore. Sophie. She's on the road. We're the Sophie is the worst driver. Yeah, get over it. I drove to Wales the other day, seven hours there and back. Didn't crash, didn't kill anyone. That's true. I'm alive. Are you are you excited to get your dog? So excited. Jamie's really upset because she's a shaded cream dashing. You said to like, me we're getting a cream dashing. That's what no I No one has to dye. Jamie honestly wants to dye the dog the same colour as his hair. I'm like, look, it doesn't have to look like it's your offspring. It's a dog. Like, it doesn't have to have the same colour hair as you. <laughs> Could get one with black hair. I still love it. All right, I'm, I'm excited. What are you going to do if our kids don't have peroxide blonde hair? Uh, I still love them. I no, guess... you won't. You'll shave their head or dye your colour. <laughs> I'm not going to shave my kid's hair if it's not the, the hair that I like. Also, can I just put it out there? It is freezing at the moment. It is icy, icy. And I have to go on the back of that moped with my little fingers freezing off. At school, it, it, coldness makes boys cry. Oh, you're pathetic. Also, the amount of like references to your school days that you've been saying this week. I haven't said anything. haven't said anything to my school days. We went to a meeting um, to find our wedding presents and he must have referenced his school days, which was slightly inappropriate, about 15 times. I think they were like, okay, but yes, you're 35 now. 34, thank you very much. Well, you look 35. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm 34. No, I told a story. Oh, don't tell the same story. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. He will name every single schoolboy from their first name, their surname, probably their middle name as well. None of us know them, so it's really irrelevant. We had to do something uh, where we had to go to something called CCF at school, which was like army camp. And we went to the Lake District. Don't know why you're looking at me because you told me this story two days ago. Well, I'm telling the story. I'm telling the story. So look at the camera then. All right. We had to go and do something called CCF, which was army camp. We had to do it in the Lake District. And it was the most terrible thing in the entire world. You, you, imagine this cold now, Soph, but in the Lake District. Why are you talking to me again? I've heard this story. Yeah, but it's freezing. Okay. Talk to the listeners. I am talking to the listeners. That's why I have a microphone in front of my face. So and, don't reference me. And it was, so it was, <laughs> I'm going to just go, do, daydream for a little bit. Because I've heard your stories now. We're coming to the end of 2022 and I've heard repeated stories. Well, I'm going to tell the story. My friend, oh. my friend Jim went canoeing and he cried because it was so cold. And then my friend Ed, who I was sharing a tent with, this is how bad CCF camp was. I also just do not believe this. Uh, it's true. The CCF camp was so bad, he had a nut allergy. He was like, I need to get out of here, man. And he brought out a nut. From where? Up his arsehole? Like, where was he hiding the nut? <laughs> he had a nut. I don't know. He, he just had... brought a nut. Even though he's highly allergic, he thought, do you know what? I'll pack the thing that could kill me. In my pocket. It's like when people keep cyanide in their mouth You're and they just crush a, it. I'm not lying. It's a lie. It's not a lie. Someone told you this. No, no Someone one... told you this story about their friend. Honey, no, I was you've there. you tried to make... Jim? Jim? There was no Jim. <laughs> there was Jim. I guess Jamie says... did not. Jim from Radley, raise your hand. His no, name's there... James and I got longer to say his surname. But okay, like James, Jim. James, please write in if you ever hear this. James, say his surname. Let's give him a shout anyway, out. Anyway, Ed, who I shared the tent with, and he ate the nut and he had to be airlifted out. 
But why in the tent? <laughs> why, what happened if you were so stupid? You had just gone, Ooh. He had an EpiPen. He ate the nut, his throat swelled up, he got EpiPen, and then the, the helicopter came and airlifted him out. It is just the most fabricated story it's I've ever heard. It's not fabricated. Guys, it's not like, Should I tell you what else happened? Like, I swear oh, to God. Oh, yeah, go for it. Because I've only, not had enough stories from you already. <laughs> One of the most embarrassing things that ever happened. Oh, here he it. Is. it was actually so embarrassing. Back up, back there was up. like a. There was, Oh yeah, there was funny? a guy who looked after the CCF, which is the Army Camp School. Called the he, we, called we know it, what the CCF. You <laughs> just yapped on about it. For it about was called. Five. It was called the RSM. That was his name. Irrelevant. No one cares. Anyway, there were showers at the bottom of the hill, and I walked down to the showers to go and have a shower. And I thought, oh, I'll just get naked here because no one's in. So I got naked in the shower. It was like a communal shower because everyone else was doing activities. Anyway, the RSM then just walks in as I was having a, a naked shower and he didn't know what to do he's like a dude so he's just, I thought like, little boys had naked I was like 15 or whatever I was I was 16 maybe I was 16 what a story <laughs> okay well why don't you give what me a story? a story why don't you give me a story I, I, I got I broke my knee skiing that was quite scary oh yeah my God. that's weak, my story I'm just giving story. people like a snippet they don't need the whole drags and the drabs it's interesting I know exactly what who you are. I know exactly what you look like. And I know exactly the type of person you would have been. You have no idea. I do. You have no idea. Like the little funny short guy. No. Because there's always one of them. Some parents were coming around the school to show like that, basically show the house and say if they wanted to come to the school or not. Yes. And the house master told us that we had to act all really politely and everything like that. And everyone had to be all normal and things like that. Because like, these parents are really important. So the parents came and they took them around the house and they showed them the, the head of the house's room and it was really smart and nicely done. They showed them like the common room that was really nicely done. And then they went up to the, the last year's kitchen and they opened the door and it was an idyllic scene. <laughs> there was a boy making toast in the corner. There was another boy reading a newspaper. There were boys playing backgammon, but they were all naked. <laughs> no, they were. Yes, they were. Because <laughs> they wanted to put the parents off. <laughs> That is quite funny if they did do that. I heard a rumour once that... Oh, no, guys, guys, guys. Okay, well, I can't fine. hear another story. All right, well, fine. Should I just then discontinue and just give up? Is that what you want me to do? No, I think we should get on with the podcast. All right, okay, fine, everyone. All right, well... Because it's not story, Jamie's story time. Well, it's now time for... Listeners' Messages. <laughs> I want to say a big thank you again, as I always do, Soph, to all of our listeners' messages. Um, we really appreciate them. I love it. We got a listener's message from Natasha. Are you ready for this? Oh, more than ready. Hello, I love listening to your podcast. It really makes me laugh. And I thought I would share a story with you which involves, but isn't entirely about poo. Me and my boyfriend met around seven years ago whilst working on a yacht. <laughs> For our first holiday together, we decided to book an amazing holiday to Brazil for Rio Carnival, where we would go trekking in the rainforest. When we arrived, we were a bit hungry and decided to order some prawn dish before getting ready for a night out. We went out for dinner, and while we were out, I started to feel a bit sick. We went back to the hotel, and that's when it started. We both had horrific food poisoning. Oh, God. First, it was just vomit, which was okay. I mean, we were in a new relationship. It was best that we could cope for. <laughs> While this was happening, I got bit on the head by a fire ant. No. Which stung like hell and for some reason caused... <laughs> what? <laughs> I got bit on the head by a fire ant which stung like hell and for some reason it caused me to have back spasms. <laughs> no. <laughs> Every time I used the bathroom... <laughs> I would have to manoeuvre myself off the bed and hobbled 
that was religious. I love how she just like must have been that aunt. I just imagine she's like, oh God, here it comes again. How the hell am I going to get to the bathroom? However, it didn't stop there. We then both had diarrhea. The worst thing about this was the toilet in the room had a swing door with a gaff at the bottom and the top being there was no privacy. Oh God. We both had to hear the other person having violently sickness and diarrhea for the next two days. We tried to play music while using the toilet and now anytime I hear songs from Justin Bieber's purpose album, it reminds me of that special time we spent together. Oh my God. That is funny. Okay, so I've got another one from Olivia Lindsay. Hi, Jamie and Sophie. After listening to your recent podcast, your Where Do You Rather part reminded me of a story I have to share. I used to work in a very fancy wedding venue and the bride and the groom were taking their vows at the altar. The bridesmaid who was sitting in front had gotten hold of the groom's phone as it was constantly vibrating. Suddenly, out of nowhere, the bridesmaid stands up and confronts the groom as it so happens the texts were from a secret Get lover. Shut up. Out of here. The groom suddenly runs off and everyone is left confused and in shock. We were all running around trying to calm everyone down, but no one could find the groom. We searched the whole venue and the bride's parents decided to call the police as he had, was nowhere to be seen and the bride's dad wanted to kill him. Oh my God. The police turn up and finally we find him underneath the bridal suit bed. The bride's father was so angry that he had grabbed hold of the groom and was trying to strangle him, which ultimately led to the police. Days of the dad. Days of the dad. Oh, oh my God. That is, do not that is, leave would, your, what do you mean, leave my phone? What are you going to find? I know what I mean, just, yeah. What do you mean, leave? Are you saying that to yourself? Don't leave your phone. Yeah, I mean, I'll be sure to put my phone on silent. Get out of here. You don't have some secret Amara <laughs> message. secret lover. No ways. That, that is wild. Not my dad chasing you around trying to kill you. <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> that is crazy. I just can't even believe these things happen. Do you remember last story when we spoke about the smell of the dead rats? Sadly, yes. This person wants to stay anonymous. Are you ready for this? <gasps> Here we go. Hi, Sophie and Jamie. Um, I have a really relevant story that I just have to share with you absolutely anonymously. So the, your story <laughs> about the dead rats has really reminded me about something absolutely horrific that happened with me and my boyfriend. So we were staying at his mum and dad's house. His mum and dad weren't in. And basically, I can't remember what we'd ate, but we'd ate something a little bit funky. <laughs> and we'd gone to bed and I thought, no, I really need Trump. And eventually I waited till he <laughs> nodded off because I thought, I'm going to have to wait until, like, he has no idea that I'm doing this. Anyway, I hear a snore and I think, right, it's my time to shine. Let it rip. And no noise comes out. But all of a sudden, I just look to my left and he goes, shoots up at 90 degrees. And he goes, no, the cat's ball ratting. Literally stands up, puts his dressing gown on. <laughs> the cat bought the rat in. Hold the on. The cat bought a rat in. We put his dressing gown on and was genuinely walking all around the house trying to find this cat and a dead fucking rat. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was left in the bedroom wafting the duvet up and fucking down, praying to God that it would somehow seep into the walls or something because it was so bad. <gasps> I feel sick, but that's the funniest thing I've ever. Oh my god, it did. No, no not. <laughs> <laughs> the cat's she thought he was asleep. 
The gas border The gas border rat. Going around the whole house around about dating. That's literally, I feel this. Yeah, but this has happened to Sophie when we first started dating. I don't think we've ever told the story. When we were first started dating and I needed a fart and I thought, oh God, and I looked to my left and Sophie's sleeping and I was like, oh my God, she's sleeping. It's absolutely fine. So I, I straddled over to the side of the bed. I lifted up the duvet, lifted my bum cheek up and I went, out like, out like that. <laughs> so, so disgusting. Sophie sat up in bed, up and I went, what's that noise? And I went, <laughs> Uh, what's what? And she went, what's that noise? And I went, what's what noise? W- what are you talking about? And you said, why is someone sweeping leaves outside? Because <laughs> I was like, shh. Okay. Uh, I thought it was funny. Okay, so it's now time for I Propose the Pod. From Dominica Humphrey. You ready for this one? I'm ready. So proposing the pod. Hey guys, love the podcast. I was on the bus on my way to uni listening to the podcast. It was only until 20 minutes in until I realized that my headphones had not been connected to my phone and everyone on the bus was listening to the podcast. Full volume from my phone and had heard the part where Sophie thought that it was a dead rat, but it was the smell of Jamie's shit. I had to play it cool and carried on until I got off. Super embarrassing. I love that. I love that. <laughs> a big thank you to every single person who sent us and all the messages throughout the entire year. We absolutely love them. We read them all the time. Um, and just please keep sending them in. Uh, our wedding is not that long away and it's really exciting. So uh, please send them to contact at nillywedspodcast.com or slide into our DMs at nillywedspodcast. Hey, so if that's the end of... That's the end of listeners' messages. <laughs> 45 even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, okay, wedding chat, here we go. Big, here we, here big we go. guest. Huge. I mean, yeah, one of the biggest mega guests we've had so far. I know, I'm, I'm a massive fan. I'm a massive fan as He's well. He's a real cool dude. Now, one of the things I really don't know about is, is flowering and flooring and... Florists. Florists. In order to understand a little bit more about what we're going to do with our flowering arrangement, we have invited on the podcast the late Queen's florist, a famous icon in the world of flowering, Simon Lysett. He is world-renowned florist. He is incredible. He's coming on the podcast to talk to us everything about weddings and everything. You ready, Soph? I'm so excited. I honestly am. Please welcome to the podcast, Simon Lysett. Simon, welcome to the podcast. Thank Welcome you. Welcome to the podcast. It's uh, it's an honour to have you. Oh, 
Yeah, it's a, it's a complete honor. For anyone who doesn't know who you are, what you do, how would you describe yourself? I'm a purveyor of floral fabulousness around the world. We're based in South London, and it's something that I've loved doing since I was seven. Really? Since you were seven? Yes, yeah. What, you just started picking up flowers? Then? I went to a local flower show in Warwick, where I was born and brought up. There used to be a flower show, and my mum took me there one day, and I was absolutely spellbound and met wow. my tribe. And ever since then, it's... That's amazing. Wait, so, so, hang on. So you, Hang on, neither of you mentioned I didn't look it. Yeah, you did. Listen, well, I, 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 it was on the tip of my tongue. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. 57? <laughs> what? 56. 56. <laughs> 56. <laughs> you just went off. It has you. been a hard month. <laughs> December's a busy month. You do not look there, but you truly you don't. Typically in life, we try and find our purpose, what we want to do, but you found it so young. That's insane. I, I did, and I went to an all-boys school in the 70s and 80s where you can imagine being into flowers was not particularly something that I needed to shout about, but everybody eventually knew. There was a lot of bullying by wow. staff as well as boys, but really? it well, you know, that was life. It builds a carapace, doesn't it? Probably wasn't one of those things when you become a, a, a florist. That wasn't typically something that you went into. It was, no. you were a lawyer, a doctor, you know, the generic jobs. Yeah. It was exactly that. Or you went into the services at most schools. It was this sort of list of, you know, lawyer, doctor, Oxford, mm. Cambridge, what do you want to do? I didn't want to do any of that. So I was the freak and I was the weirdo, no. which I truly was. But do you know what? Now. I sort of celebrate it now. I love that because I always get told the greatest thing is why fit in when we're born to stand out? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And also all of that, you know, that squeezing kids through the sausage machine to end up going off to university or whatever, thank goodness that does seem to have receded slightly because mm. it isn't everybody's career path. Yeah. Not everybody wants to sit in an office environment, you know, and we need to explore and expand our horizons in that respect. I totally agree with you. But it's a sudden eye, right? Because I, I heard that you you started your business in 1993. Is that yep. right? Yeah. And since then, I was looking through what you have done, who you've worked for, who you've worked with, who you've closed. I mean, the Queen? Yes. And, and Get out of here, the Queen. <laughs> that that is is Can you tell us how that came about? Because that is unbelievable. So, yeah, I worked for the late Queen for 20 years. I was asked to do flowers wow. for private weddings and parties. Um, and it's really funny because I did the flowers when our now king married mm. Mrs. Parker Bowles. And so I used to have on my CV that I did flowers for the Prince of Wales and the Duchess of Cornwall. Now I can say I did the flowers for the king and queen consort. Well, hey, upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. Or is it not? It's no more. It, there are lots of layers. All the layers of dealing with household, dealing with security, all of that. We're fairly used to working with fairly high-profile clients. Um, we've done a lot of footballing royalty over the years as well. I don't often know who they are and have to have them pointed out to me because I follow a few of the cute ones, but not so much. Um, but I, at least I know who most of the members of the royal family are, so that makes it a bit easier. Everything we do is a challenge, which is why I still love it. How many flowers did the royals have? Sophie's obsessed. Sophie's obsessed. I'm obsessed with the royals. So it was the wedding of the then Prince of Wales to the Duchess of Cornwall, right. and it was in Windsor Castle, and it was in April. And he being the Prince of Wales at the time, the Welsh national flower is the daffodil. So we had to have those. It's really late, mid-April. Early April is late for Narcissi and daffodils. But we had 30,000 of them. 
Wow. Where do you source that from? Ah, well, that's exactly it. So the way it works is British flowers that we adore and celebrate because they are so seasonal and gorgeous. We start at the south of England where it's warmest, so the Isles of Scilly and then Cornwall. So that's where your early narcissi and daffodils. So now we're talking just before Christmas. Paperwhite narcissi are gorgeous and fragrant and in your flower shops now from the Isles of Scilly and Cornwall. And then by the time we get to... Sort of late March, early April, they'll be coming from Scotland where it's coolest and where the last of the crops will be. So a lot of them actually came from Scotland. So I'm going to put it out there. My beautiful fiance Sophie here. I buy her flowers all the time. She doesn't like flowers. No. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah here we don't, go. Don't, don't look at me like that <laughs> yeah, just yet. I don't like the flowers that arrive and you spend so much money on them. And, you know, I bought so many of my friends' flowers and you buy them online and they're £100 and you're like, okay, that's going to be beautiful. They arrive, and I hate to say it, but they're, half of them are dead and they're tiny. It's like the smallest bunch. I'm like, it looks like I got it from Tesco. I don't understand why well, I'm Well, then let me educate you. Go and make friends with your local flower shop. Go and find idea. your local flower shop. Do not buy everybody, please. Don't buy your flowers from supermarkets. Don't not necessarily go and make friends with the person that's going to make them. You're buying factory flowers if you're buying online, yeah. basically. And if you're buying from a supermarket, you're definitely you know that's a battery chicken that you would not eat. You would not eat. So therefore, so go true. and buy something seasonal. Get chatting to your local florist. Tell them what you like. Tell mm. them what you love. Then they will know another florist somewhere in the country. So if you're sending flowers from London to Hampshire, there will be someone in that locality that your florist knows. Or do a bit of a deep dive on the old social media. Yeah. See someone whose style you like. Ring them up. Talk to them. Make a bank transfer and have something gorgeous sent. And the top tip as well is to say seasonal get rid of all the packaging because that just goes into the bin totally uh, you know 10 quids worth of ribbon and cellophane who needs that in their waste bin <laughs> get rid of that and have another 10 quids worth of flowers got it absolutely also the seasonal thing i know i don't mm. know which flowers are in season i can tell you which flowers are oh, go on. uh right now Bluebell, no, that's spring bluebells um, is that what you're gonna say so let me educate you um right <laughs> right now is right now is uh, I could not tell I, you. I can't. Um, Nor can Jamie. Though, I can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> oh, lilies. Corinthias. Lilies. <laughs> what Corinthias? What are Corinthias? What, what, what are, are they called? You know, the bee, they're like my favourite flower. They Corinthias. look like a, a cauliflower. <laughs> what are you peony. No, yes, a peony. They're in May. Christmas is bluebells. No. No. <laughs> so <laughs> Mm, that's really January. So amaryllis, anemones, never hyacinth, paper white narcissi, jasmine. Narcissi sounds like a chemical poison. Simon says, "You're like, why the f have I come on this podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> most expensive flower. So things that are seasonal are normally the best value, but the most expensive flowers are always some precious, like you two, precious hothouse blooms that have been right. flown in from somewhere special. That's 100% true. We are precious. What about those roses that last forever? You know, they last a year. 
They've been preserved. Probably they will have been dipped in something like a silica gel, which is a desiccant, so it sucks all the moisture out but retains the structure of the flower. I've contemplated getting some of those flowers, um, but they are no, so No, why expensive. would you want to just get an artificial... Yeah. No, don't get artificial don't anything! Get artificial. I agree <laughs> with you on that. And don't buy the preserved. Go and buy... Treat yourself. Jamie will treat you. It's part of, chop, the, part chop, of chop. the prenup. Lots. Part of your prenup is going to be that Jamie's going to buy you a beautiful bunch of seasonal flowers every week with no packaging from um, a local florist, aren't no you, Jamie? That is well, a, I'm out of here now. You took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to do. <laughs> okay. Um, so what's your favourite flower? Uh, I like uh, I like Lily of the Valley. It's gorgeous. Amazing. Got right? Her Majesty the Queen's favourite flower. See, yeah, that's my favourite. You're so that's regal. That's mine too. Yeah. Is it yours as well? Yeah, uh, but also peonies. What's a peonies? No, we just discussed yeah. that. Is that Big, the cauliflower? fluffy, yeah. fluffy, fluffy. Love them. Your mum's got lots and of And also I'm going to put out that I quite like roses. I yes. love a rose. Yes. A white rose is beautiful. Uh, that's what I got you for Valentine's Day. And you went, why have you got me these? And I got them from the local florist. I did not. Yes, you did. I, I brought them back and you went, oh, you, you went, you got cross. The packaging, that's why I said lots of plastic, wasteful. Okay. No, I did not say that. I was very grateful and I love them a lot. So what is, you've done a lot of weddings, but what always works at a wedding when it comes to... A fuck-off statement. <laughs> One fuck-off statement. So if you've this got... This is what we want. This if is you've what got we want. a frugal this budget, what we need. if you have a frugal <laughs> budget, sure that, but, make... But or whatever your budget is, don't try and spread it everywhere. Try Just make a fuck-off statement so that people walk in and go, wow. And it might be 10,000 of one flower. It might be the most enormous, gorgeous thing of just twigs and foliage. Make some statements. Don't be weak and get off Pinterest. Put down, move away from the Pinterest. It's crack for brides. Get away from it. It's true. It's horrendous. I'm just falling into the norm. You have a Pinterest board. Well, actually, I do not really love it. Everyone's like, send me your Pinterest board. And I'm like, I don't love it because it's all the same. It's all just the white flowers on the wall. But also it's become so strange because it's a committee decision because you don't make it on your own. You make it under the influence of what you think should be on it or you do it with a girlfriend or with someone that says, oh, put that on, that's nice, that's so you, pop that on. The number of Pinterest boards I get sent to me that will have, and I can predict what will be there, there will be <laughs> gorgeous wooden table in forest clearing with yep. chandelier hung yep. overhead. <laughs> Yes, with a wafty light. wank of foliage <laughs> and flower. There'll be some hand-dyed ribbon wafting around a Café Olé Dahlia. There will be a Kardashian flower wall. Yes. You know, all of them are gorgeous, but all of them are very different. So then I have to curate this car crash, this vomiting of florals, and work out what you actually want. Which is fine, and that's what I do, and I'll charge you a lot of money for doing it. But... None of it, in essence, is what you necessarily love. You're doing it because you think you have to. So step away from all of that and just think about things you love. Think about the flowers you really enjoy. Think about where the wedding's going to be and use that and then use the expertise of whoever's going to be creating all that gorgeousness. What is the most extravagant wedding that you have done? How much does someone pay to have... Oh, people pay lots and lots and lots of money. Are we talking hundreds of thousands? thousands? Get out of here. Well, the way the world is at the moment and with people really struggling financially, it could, to a lot of people, sound Mm -hmm. disgusting. However, it employs an enormous number of people Mm. and it also... it It spreads the money out. So it doesn't just come to me and I go and buy some flowers and the rest goes in my pocket. However... The money that people spend on flowers for weddings is 
extraordinarily spectacular at times. We had Sarah Hayward on, who's an amazing wedding planner. She mm. said, it doesn't matter what the budget is, it is always used. It's like the amount of staff, yeah. the amount of this, it always All happens. It. So has, has, can people push the million pound mark with, with, with flowers? They haven't with me yet, but yeah, they absolutely that they could. It just insane. depends how large a scale it is. It uh, depends, you know, if you're no, having well, a wedding yeah. for a thousand or fifteen hundred guests, which some people do, depending yeah. on the culture and the nationality and the location. Immediately, it's an enormous venue that you're yeah. filling. So it's economies of scale as much as anything. Oh my god, that's okay. Our wedding. Here we go, Soph. What are we doing for our wedding? Okay, so we're getting married in Sotogrande. Grande. It's Gorge. in the south, south of Spain. My biggest worry is that our venue is very, very unique, I would say. It's kind of like... So Caratoka, what is... <laughs> terracotta. He doesn't understand the colour terracotta. You know what... Ter- yeah. He, he no, can't... it's pink. It's pink. It's, no, it's it, not. It's, it's orangey not... earthenware yes. clay. It's like a Thank flamingo. You, it's like a classic. flamingo. That's what it is. It really would be boiling. 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 Not too boiling. What's so going to be wearing? Black, black, oh, it could be black boiling. No, 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 not not Some black tie. Are you? Good luck. <laughs> Have you got lots of those little tissues to get the shine off? It's gonna it's be roast. Oh, oh no! Stop and all the flowers are gonna be wilted. Standing, exchanging vows with sweat trickling down your back. Someone fainting in the background. <laughs> Several <laughs> fainting in the background. Six thirty p.m. I think it that was is. really warm, but, still. but it's shaded, and I just don't know with the terracotta. I really want. How amazing would this be? And I've said it before. I'm gonna say it again. Everyone sits down at that table and at the end of the meal, everyone has a golf ball on their table that they put on the side and they glow in the dark and we hit it into the night. How good an idea is that? Ridiculous. <laughs> so <you>. ridiculous. <laughs> so, I love you. Such a, it's, it's such a good idea. It is so... Apart from being the biggest safety hazard, it is just so unnecessary. And if I was, you know, four glasses of... sport? I I thought you were going to like that idea. Like colours in the sky. Because all colourful things in the sky. What's wrong with fireworks? Be normal. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. So true. Golf, I mean, if you've got some sponsorship deal going on with golf balls or something. No. I can't think of anything more ugly <laughs> our wedding, and aggressive. I our know, wedding and is neon. sponsored by Go- Callaway. Neon and golf clubs. <laughs> Everybody's got a nine iron or something, whatever one of those is. <laughs> Okay, fine. That's so not worse that. than a Dove release, which I think is pretty shocking. <laughs> oh, that is. I wanted Oh, yeah, you're no. joking. You didn't. I oh. thought it would be a great idea. Defecating pigeons overhead, basically. <laughs> no. no. So, so, this is, just just picture this for a second, okay? Uh, we're there. You're there. <laughs> we're all there Firing together. Firing my golf balls <laughs> off the dining table. We're all there together. And they say, you can now kiss the bride. We mm. do a kiss, embrace, and then two doves. And shit everywhere. Yeah. Like, or one of them heads into the air conditioning fan or yeah. something. Yeah. And the feathers are everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. No. Also, it's pretty cruel, isn't it? Yeah, I totally agree. Animal cruelty over here, you yeah. selfish, selfish boy. In Spain, it's very exciting because what we found out is that the groom is allowed to walk down the aisle after the bride. Oh my God. And I thought, How do you feel about that? I don't really care. <laughs> and I thought that was really because exciting. I feel like people still hopefully will just think that you're quite odd and feel a bit sorry for like this massive and... page boy coming behind yeah. you. <laughs> He would look exactly like that as well. He is quite so, small. So red and <laughs> are you going to, Have you got little silver buckled shoes? And we can, oh, let's dress you like a massive page boy. I love Take it. Take those like little slips out your shoes and you'll be really short as well. <laughs> 
knickerbockers. Cute. I could see you working that. <laughs> so could I. Cute uh, little hair over. I think yeah. Be, yeah, I just walked up so excited. Like Milky Way boy. <laughs> yeah. You'll need some gorgeous statement that's a focus for you guys for the ceremony. Be that an arch, yeah, or a series of columns, or spilling urns, or something. Don't That's waste, amazing. don't waste tons of money on a huge thing that goes all the way down the aisle because it really is hardly seen in photographs, That's so and true. it also is just a damn nuisance. It gets trodden on by every single. It just gets in the way because the moment you've done the deed, yeah. everybody's up and off, no and it cares. shrinks. No one cares, and it just gets mushed. It just becomes a trip hazard. So I would really be nervous of stuff down an aisle. I would use all of that budget to do some spectacular proper fuck-off statements that yes. frame you guys. Those are the photos you live with forever, yeah. is this thing that frames you two doing it. Colours. Yeah, what colours are we doing? I think For the ceremony, I would... I think I'd be quite classic. I'd do ivory, whitey, creamy, yeah. green. I'd have loads and loads of olive foliage, which is, you know, <gasps> local and yes, lovely. Beautiful. Things like rosemary. Any of the Mediterranean herbs will be gorgeous. See what grows out there anyway. And then just tons and tons of lovely white flowers. And I wouldn't get too busy with them. I would have hydrangeas, roses, peonies if you can, because you love them. Don't go too busy with things like still being a strantia that would just wilt in that heat. You want something that's fairly robust, and things like roses are amazingly robust. What are you holding as you walk down the aisle? Yeah, what should I hold? Lily of the Valley is gorgeous. It's your favourite flower. That's you both adore it. Why don't you have a little beautiful bunch but of Lily of the, the Valley? what if the yellow bit stays in my dress? It won't. That's, that's not on Lily of the Valley. Uh <laughs> You're thinking about a daffodil. <laughs> no, that is the lily, which has... <laughs> in a lily, so something like a Casablanca lily has a stamen that has pollen on it that can stain. Lily of the Valley doesn't have that. Okay, Teeny, lily. tiny little bells, white bells, very gorgeous. Okay, beautiful. Okay. And fragrant and lovely. Do's and don'ts when it comes to organising flowers and the kind of decoration. What would you say are the top do's and don'ts? I think the biggest do is be really realistic about your budget. Be really, really sensible and realistic about your budget. And you Already just said, Sophie, <laughs> where you said that, you know, you go and you buy a £100 flower arrangement and it's underwhelming. Yeah. Well, you know, flower costs have gone up. In the last probably six months, flowers have gone up by 30%. As a combination of Brexit, uh, mm. as a combination of, you know, fuel, everything is so much more expensive. Lots of them are grown in Northern Europe in hothouses, it's expensive to heat them. One or two of the big flower suppliers have decided to not make any production until April, May when they can grow without heat because it's just not commercially worth it at the moment. Wow. So that means there will be fewer flowers, so the cost will go up yet again. So be really, really realistic okay. and sensible about your budget and then focus your budget on, so ceremony. Those are the photos you live with forever. Great advice. However, it's 40 minutes max. Yeah. So don't throw half the budget there because it is literally okay. for 40 minutes. Your personal flowers that you carry, that you wear, don't compromise on those. Be aware of what they're going to be. Be really aware that you don't want that to be such a fashion statement that in 10 years' time you look and you think, what on earth? You know, I used to have a Mohican haircut. Why are, you know, it looked gorgeous on David Beckham. It didn't work on me. I look at those photos now and I'm mortified. No one told me. I think me. you'd look gorgeous. No one told me. But, you know, so you just don't be such a fashion statement that it becomes... Okay, classic. Be classic. Love that. And then whatever you have for 
anywhere else, make some big, broad brushstrokes with it. You are not planning your dining room at home forevermore. You are planning a party space that needs to be a slight exaggeration of real life because you want everybody to notice what you're doing. So I'm taking a lot of your time. Before before you go, have you have had any disasters? We did a <laughs> job in Santorini once, um, boiling hot, it's like Venice on a hillside, Santorini, <laughs> it's isn't like it? You know, I mean, it is so, <laughs> so swelteringly, swelteringly hot and really challenging to do anything in. And we had a bride who wanted all white hydrangeas. So the white hydrangea were flown in with us with all our vases. Um, and then all the men that ran the customs at the airport went for their lunch break. <gasps> and so all our boxes of hydrangeas, your intake of breath was so good there because that's exactly how we felt. Oh, my God. So all these boxes are standing in the boiling no. hot sun, wilting, wilting, wilting. And then they decided that they were just going to be bloody-minded because oh they God. can and they could. This was a good while ago. Um, so we waited for probably eight hours till we got out and our boxes are sitting in the boily sun all, all oh of this no. time. So they arrived and they're all just wilty and terrible. So we went to our hotel, filled our baths with cold water, tipped, uh, that's why I always have a room with a bath, tipped our <laughs> hydrangeas into those baths and left them overnight, offering up many silent prayers to the gods of flowers. Yeah. Wow. And thankfully, they all perked up like a dream. So that That's is, amazing. I did not know that was a thing. You can pop them in cold water. And Things like hydrangeas and violets and a few other flowers actually drink through the head. So you can revive them by plunging them into cool water. Yeah. If anyone does... One who's listening to this is thinking they want to get in touch with you. How can they get in touch? They can find me on social media. It's at Simon Lysett, L-Y-C-E-T-T. It's amazing. Simon, obviously that this means that you're obviously going to come do our wedding, which is very exciting. Obviously. Which is really exciting. I'm very excited for you to come do our wedding. golf balls are going to just add that extra... Gorgeousness. You can just tap them all off yeah. before Jamie gets I'm there. just excited for us to do our wedding together. It's going to be a... I can't wait <laughs> to see both of you firing a number one <laughs> off into, with your woods and your irons and God knows what. So I, I want to say a big thank you. Thank you so thank much you for coming so on the podcast. It's been an absolute thank treat. You. Um, have the best Christmas and I can't wait to see you at our wedding next year. You're very welcome. I can't wait to see you as Page Boy. <laughs> thank Massive you so much. Massive Page Boy. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you, Simon. Oh. Thank you so What do we think about these flowers? Think they're good? I think he's firstly the coolest bloke ever. Just yeah. the way he dresses. He's just so immaculately dressed and so cool. And just the best aura. So if the wedge you rather today yeah. is full yeah. as you're walking down the aisle... Yeah. Or fall when you're having your first dance? 100% first dance. Walking down the aisle would be mortifying, but I'm really scared that will happen. If you fall walking down the aisle, I know. that would be a disaster. I know. That's why I want it to be. Because you can catch me yeah. and everyone will be drunk by then and it's like, ho, ho, ha, ha. I would, walking down the aisle and you fall, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, that would be bad. That would 100 percent be the worst. Oh my god! I, 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 I do you know. I'm not even going to argue it today. I'm just going to agree with you on that one. Yeah. I, I just, I just think that's if totally. We, what we it probably is. will fall doing our first dance. Yeah, but fall with grace, a... baby. <laughs> fall with a lot of grace, right there, sister. Yeah, brother. All right, shorty pants. Hey, listen to everyone. Um, we also have our wedding favor. We absolutely love these wedding favors. Whenever you send them in, we put them in our little wedding favor box. And we keep it and we're going to pick them out and use them for our actual wedding. And we're going to do that next year, 2023, and I tell you which ones. Wait. We can't wait. So please keep sending in your wedding favours. Um, our wedding favour is, and normally we read them out, but today we're not going to read it. So if we have a voice note, 
from Daniela Watton. Daniela says this for the wedding favour. Why don't you, because you will already be officially married, so it won't be bad luck, why don't you do like a first look before the wedding ceremony, just the two of you, photo shoot where the bride, uh, the groom sees the bride for the first time and it's all captured in photographs and you do your photographs before the ceremony. Um, when you look amazing, I mean, you look amazing anyway all day, but you'll look freshly done up and you can have your photographs then so that once the ceremony's done, you can then go and enjoy drinks with your friends and more photos can be taken, but they'll be natural. They'll be when you're having drinks with your friends and laughing and chatting. That's a lovely idea. That's a lovely idea because I was worried about missing. But I don't know whether I want you to be like that first. You know, I want you to cry when I walk down the aisle. I, I, honey, I think I'm going to cry whatever happens when you walk down the aisle. I don't, it doesn't matter if I've seen you before or seen you after. I'm going to cry. Perhaps we do that. Well, maybe we do. I, or maybe we, maybe we blindfold me and then we and just, do and then just do you. photos and edit out the blindfold. Yes, that will work. That would work. We just do it like that. Yes, let's do that. Shane. I like that idea, but actually, Not with you blindfolded, <laughs> I look like some weird gimp show that we're trying to do. I like the idea though, because I understand that afterwards you kind of want to get in the mix, but you're having your photos yeah, taken. Yeah, totally. And also, I might you know I might cry or whatever, and then I'll have my makeup ruined. That moment you walk down is just going to be amazing. Well, let's hope. Holding hope I don't those trip. Li- lilies of the valley. Holding the lily of the valley. Everyone, thank you so much. Guys, thank you so much. And Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas. And I hope you all have the best New Year and the best Christmas. And we love you. And thank you so much for listening. We have a special Christmas episode coming out. Uh, where uh, It's going to be really fun and we're giving presents. So get ready for that one. And also, 2023 is going to be a massive year for Nearlyweds. we got so much that we're excited to do and share and everything like that. So thank you so much for listening. Please keep getting in touch. Contact at nearlywedspodcast.com or on our Instagram at Nilly West Podcast. We're on YouTube as well with our videos and TikTok yes, and everywhere. Are. If you're getting proposed to... Good luck! If you're thinking about proposing... Go do it! If you're getting engaged... I'm so happy for you. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We love you. Bye, guys. Bye.